This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Hopper. Our topic tonight, ADHD and sexually transmitted diseases, a candid conversation. And with us in our virtual studio is uh, Dr. Ari Tuckman. Uh, before we get into the show, I'd like to thank Linda Rogley for inviting me back to present at the 2020 ADHD Women Blues event set for February the 24th through the 29th. Um, I think there's, she's got like 30 people, again, talking again on ADHD women's issues. If you want to learn more, go to ADHDpalooza, that's P-A-L-O-O-Z-A dot com. Um, also, uh, we're grateful for the continued support of uh, children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, better known as CHAD. Celebration of that event, we're uh, offering to give away uh, free digital copies of Attention Magazine. All you need to do is listen to our show, write down a secret word. Uh, listen to another show, write down that secret word. Send me an email with both secret words in it. The email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com, and I'll forward that on to Chad, and they will send you a PDF copy of uh, the current issue of Attention Magazine, and we will send you another one when the next uh, edition is printed. Again, the email address for that is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. Chad's got a little tip we're going to roll, and we'll get into the show. Sometimes marriages and partnerships experience conflict and unhappiness. Having a partner with undiagnosed or untreated ADHD can result in misunderstandings. Here are three tips that may help. Make sure you have an accurate diagnosis. Set up times to talk about your relationship. Avoid the blame game. And don't be afraid to seek counseling to strengthen your relationship. To learn more, visit chad.org. Thanks again, Chad, for your support. For those that are not aware, Chad's the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to become members of Chad or make a financial contribution. A strong financial Chad is a strong voice in the ADHD community. They are the ones that are on Capitol Hill lobbying for us and going to different regulatory agencies to kind of work with them on the definitions of disability and the definitions of ADHD to make sure those with ADHD that are in need can get the proper accommodations. Uh, to learn more about uh, being a member, donating, and or their benefits, go to chadd.org. Okay, uh, our topic tonight is ADHD and sexually transmitted disease, a candid uh, uh, conversation. Uh, We've uh, had several different uh, interviews with Dr. Ari Tuckman related to uh, ADHD and intimacy, so he was the perfect guest to come on and talk about this uh, particular topic. We hope you uh, enjoy the show. Dr. Ari Tuckman is a clinical psychologist who specializes in diagnosing and treating children, teens, and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. He's the author of four books, including his newest one, ADHD After Dark, Better Sex Life, Better Relationship. He's a frequent speaker and has given more than 350 presentations on ADHD and other topics. He has over 100 episodes and more than 2 million downloads of his More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. He's the former member of the National Board of Chad and their current conference co-chair. More information is available for Dr. Tuckman or on Dr. Tuckman at www. Dr. Tuckman, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me back. I always love to have you back, particularly on topics like this. Um, 
today's topic is really ADHDs and STDs. And I think it really, when you start talking about ADHD self-regulation and impulsivity, and you start talking about STDs, it's a, it's a topic that not a lot of people talk about. And I'm grateful that you are on the show so that we can talk about it and bring out a couple uh, of the real issues. You've done some, um, some research on, um, uh, ADHD and uh, intimacy, uh, and you've done different presentations and work with some of this stuff. And I think STDs are interesting out there because we know ADHD is an issue of self-regulation, and those with ADHD tend to be impulsive. Um, and in this space, when it comes to sex, seems like that impulsivity could really come up and be a bit of an issue here. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we have so much data on how ADHD impulsivity or the difficulties with self-control impact people's lives all across the board in terms of, you know, car accidents, in terms of spending, in terms of eating, in terms of, um, you know, getting in trouble in class. So why should sexual behavior be any different? You know, like, obviously it isn't. And that if you're impulsive in one area of your life, it's pretty darn likely that you're going to be impulsive when it comes to sex because sex is so kind of compelling, you know, it's such a um, sort of intense, interesting kind of desirable activity um, that it can be tempting for all of us to sometimes act out sexually when it perhaps may not be the wisest. Um, But for those who are extra driven um, by things that are appealing and interesting I think sex is yet another place that we're going to see, you know, some, some kind of making choices that perhaps one wouldn't make differently if, if they had a few more seconds to think about it. <laughs> a few more seconds and sometimes like maybe a day to kind of pause. Um, and I don't believe that there's any specific research out there on this. We do know that those with ADHD are more apt to try substances at an earlier age and to be there's a higher correlation between ADHD and addictive type behaviors, whether it's substances or uh, gambling or really sex addiction. So, again, everybody, we don't have research on it, but I think most of the, the, the researchers agree that it's highly probable that uh, people are engaging in sex at an earlier age more often and maybe not thinking about these things as they, as they kind of take place. Um, right. So, well, and there actually is research. You know, Barclay, Barclay has actually found that teenagers with ADHD um, are more likely to have sex at an earlier age, more unplanned pregnancies, and more sexually transmitted infections. So, um, you know, so there is some research on this, and it, it should okay. surprise nobody who understands things about ADHD. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that, that is a thing that we know very well. Excellent. So that's good news. I, now that you're saying that, I'm reflecting back on some of Barclay's presentation, particularly on life expectancy. Now I'm starting to remember some of that stuff comes up. So interesting. So let's just talk about the STDs out there because to me sometimes there's a little bit of ambiguity. I've coached a few people around these. Ari, from your understanding, what are, what are STDs and what are the ones that we're talking about or is there a finite list? What are your thoughts on this? Sure. Yeah, so STDs is sexually transmitted diseases. It's now sometimes also called STIs, sexually transmitted infections. So, you know, that includes kind of really big, scary ones like HIV, although it's actually become less scary than it used to be, Um, you know, down to other things like herpes or chlamydia or gonorrhea, 
or HPV, you know, so there's sort of a range of them, but basically they're all infections that um, are acquired through some sort of skin to skin kind of fluid, you know, so saliva or semen or, you know, vaginal secretions or blood. Um, and that is how they're transmitted from one person to the other. And, and, and I'm glad you kind of brought this up because when you go out there and you talk about that, that they're transmitted that way. And I think the list is quite extensive, but some of them are really quite rare. But the ones that, that I think are more common are gonorrhea, syphilis, hepatitis, A, B, and C, HIV, um, herpes. Now, there's herpes 1 and herpes 2. In general, herpes 1 is more oral. Herpes 2 is more genital. Um, although I think they're starting to see a, a crisscross in that. It's yeah. interesting to me because oral herpes is actually classified as an STD. Um, so that gets a little bit confusing. And now we have the advent of HPV um, that's starting to kind of come in here, which is a virus. And there are different strains of, F of HPV. Some of them I understand. Again, I'm not an expert in this area, are somewhat benign. Other of them carry the risk of cervical cancer or other types of cancer. Right. And so when you're going out and you're having this conversation, it's interesting because if you were to say, I want to get tested, you actually have to have a conversation with the people to determine what you want to get tested. Because if you just say, I want to test, not everybody tests for everything. At least that's my understanding. Right. Uh, what's yeah. your experience and, on and this? Just, I mean, it's just one of those things where like the details matter, you know, and like just to take the HPV example, there are a bunch of strains and some of them are much more problematic than others. So, you know, if you find out that you're positive for HPV, you need to not freak out and stop listening. You know, like you need to find out but which strains. Um, so, you know, but I think that in terms of the, the connection between ADHD and sexually transmitted diseases, you know, so much of, treat, of managing living with ADHD involves kind of managing the environment. You know, so things like setting reminders for important meetings or you know, getting rid of alerts for apps that are not that crucial. Um, you know, so it's kind of getting rid of the temptations. It's putting the safety nets around you. It's putting the structure around you, which, by the way, is good for people with ADHD and also everybody else. You know, some of it, it's kind of the same thing in terms of, like, managing some of the risks of STDs. So, you know, things like getting an HPV vaccine. Um, and I know that this is sort of potentially political and, you know, I'm not going to, I think my politics will come out rather clearly, but having said that, like, it's not my job to tell you what to do. It's my job to help you think about what it is that you want to do. So like our listeners, like you need to make your own choice for yourself, for your partner, for your kids, whatever. So, you know, we're not telling you what to do, but, you know, if you have a kid with ADHD who is impulsive and a bit of a sensation seeker, or if you have a kid who is a bit of a follower, um, you know, so either they're leading the pack, you know, 10 miles ahead of the group, or they're a bit of a follower who can be talked into things. I think that even if you don't love the idea, even if you hate the idea of sex before marriage, I think, Statistically speaking, it would be unwise to assume that your kid is not going to have sex before marriage. In other words, that they're going to have sex with more than one partner, who, by the way, has also probably had sex with more than one partner. And the analogy here is 
it's kind of like, I, I hate the idea of car accidents, but like I put on my seatbelt, even though I don't think I'm going to have a car accident. So I can be morally opposed to car accidents. I can think it highly unlikely I'm going to get into a car accident, but I still put on my damn seatbelt and I make sure my kid does too. So kind of the same deal. You don't have, you can hate the idea of your kid having sex before marriage. You can, you know, be morally opposed to it, but it may still be a wise move that, you know, you get your kid an HPV vaccine because it's such an easy thing to do that potentially has, you know, significant protective effects in terms of, you know, cancers and other things like that. So, um, so I don't know. Sometimes parenting is hard, I guess, is the, is the lesson there. Well, I think you I, – I really like the way that you articulated. hadn't thought about that before we did the interview, but you have a really good point. I mean, sometimes there's what you think and there's a reality, and this is a protective measure and something to consider if you're a parent. Um, also, if, uh, if you're an adult, um, some things to consider at this point in time um, because it's just helpful to have those types of things that are out there. Um, tell you what, we need to go to a break. Um, for our listeners, really uh, consider going and learning more about uh, Dr. Tuckman by going to his website, adultadhdbook.com. Again, that's adultadhdbook.com. Our secret word tonight is STD, and with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Do you worry when your child is left out? Does your child have trouble making and keeping friends? Life skills can be challenging for ADHD kids. Learn how you can be your child's greatest ally by reading the book Ned Hollowell described as a game changer. Michelle Borba referred to as the ultimate guide for parents. And Michael Thompson praised as the groundbreaking book you've been waiting for. Go to playbetterplan.com to buy a copy of Caroline McGuire's book, Why Will No One Play With Me? While you're there, subscribe to download her free mini course on developing social skills for children. That's playbetterplan.com. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. The average annual cost of attending college starts around $25,000. Students who have ADHD are at high risk of dropping out because they haven't learned the critical skills they need to succeed in school. Protect your investment with an Edge Foundation coach specifically trained to help students with ADHD and executive function challenge make the transition from high school to college. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more or call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE to get your free college success guide. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Dr. Ari Tuckman having a conversation about ADHD and sexually transmitted diseases. I'm really trying to have an upfront and candid conversation to educate those out there. Before the break, we talked about ADHD, um, self-regulation, impulsivity, uh, and the predisposition to maybe be more prone to some of these. We talked about some of the uh, HIV STDs that are out there. 
one of the things that in my coaching I want to emphasize is some people that I've worked with that have gone to go to the testings. When you go out and if you want to get testing, you do need to be aware of what, what you're testing for because depending on who you ask, um, I think the more standard, if you just get the boilerplate, is the uh, uh, gonorrhea, syphilis, uh, the hepatitis A, B, and C, H, and HIV. I think there's six of them. Um, some of them add herpes. Some of them don't. I think there's some controversy, and usually HPV is not a part of that. But I think it's important to really be conscious of that. And if you're if you're very sensitive to this with somebody and your partner's going to get tested, you'd like to know what they're getting tested for if any of these are important to you. So, um, you know, Dr. Tuckman, another area that I want to kind of talk about is actually getting tested. Um, to people that I, that I've coached, I was a little bit surprised. If you're not careful, some of these tests can run on the range of 500 to $1,000, yet most um, – most places that I know, there's usually some type of public health or Planned Parenthood that you can go and get tested for free. Um, and for, in some situations, it's covered by insurance, but you really have to call your insurance company and, and ask. Um, do you have any insights on this, or is or is that kind of covered the landscape from your perspective? I mean, this is stuff that should be covered by insurance. Now, there's sort of covered and there's covered. If you have like a $5,000 deductible, it's covered, meaning it will count towards your $5,000 deductible, but it might still be an out-of-pocket kind of a thing. But, you know, I think that, you know, the, 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 just the general good advice here is find out what it's going to cost out of your pocket beforehand and check some options and maybe ask your, you know, internist or family doc or whoever, um, you know, like you said, Planned Parenthood is a great option and to just sort of look around a little bit to see what your options are so you can make a fully informed choice about it. Absolutely. And so for those that are out there, again, this has been interesting. This is a topic I've coached a couple people around this. Um, the interesting thing about where you go and what you do, because people want to know, well, how long does it take? Because if you are interested in a partner and you're concerned about this, and we'll talk about that conversation, but if you're going to go have the test, the question is, is how long does it take? It depends on where you're located, but if you're going to go the public health route, sometimes it takes a while for you to get an appointment. And then when they do the testing, it can take up to two and three weeks, depending on the test, before you get results, which we'll talk about in a second in terms of the, the, the conversation and where you are in the heat of the romance. Um, there's other places online that I think that you can go, and the turnaround time can literally be as quick as 48 hours. Um, those are more private pay type situations. And my understanding the general cost of insurance or some of that stuff, if you get a discount, it's about $200. Um, again, public health might be free. Some of that might be around 200. No, you might find it for 100. You might find it for three or 400. But just be careful because sometimes it can be very astronomical at 500 to 1,000, which is kind of off charts. But again, sometimes it can take a little bit of time in order for that to take place. Um, so then the conversation I want to have is, all right, the situation is if you were here, how do you determine if you want to do this? And particularly if you have a partner, it can be a very awkward conversation, particularly if uh, in the heat of the moment. Thoughts on that? Well, I think, first of all, this is not a conversation to have in the heat of the moment, like obvious good well advice. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know what? Sometimes that's sort of where we find ourselves. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I think there's a difference between kind of a hookup where it's someone you just met and, you know, it really is just this like a hookup thing versus 
more of a long-term relationship where you've started to get to know someone, you've gone out on a couple dates, and then, you know, before things really become sexual. So, I mean, it just yep. sort of, I don't know, it sort of, it, it reminds me of Caroline McGuire, you know, the awesome Caroline McGuire had this great line. Yep. She was talking in a presentation I saw at the Chad at a conference um, a couple of years ago that, you know, she was approaching publishers for her new book, Why Will No One Play With Me? And, you know, publishers want to know that you've got a lot of social media followers so that you have people to promote to. And she does not do Twitter. And the reason why she doesn't do Twitter is she says people with poor impulse control should not have instant access to share every feeling they have with the entire world. Right. Which I think is hysterical and true. Like it's hysterical because it's true. But it's sort of like in a way, I think we could take exactly that same idea and apply it to stuff like Tinder and Grindr. You know, like if you know you tend to be impulsive, then having instant access to hook up with people you don't know may not be the best use of your time. Like that may be just kind of too risky a situation for you. Um, so I think it's, it's a thing to consider. Um, but I think also, if you know you tend to be impulsive in the moment, even if you go into a date saying, nah, we're definitely not having sex. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. So the idea of always have a condom with you or more, you know, maybe that's a good idea. Um, it's sort of like, you know, every time I get in the car, even if I'm driving two blocks, like I still put on my seatbelt. So it's kind of yep. like that same thing. It's that planning ahead which is super easy to say, but again, like one of the core struggles of folks with ADHD is that kind of planning ahead in a consistent kind of a way. Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad that you, you brought that up. Um, um, just in the, in the whole spirit of, of the conversation. Um, let's see, we look on the time. So two things I just want to talk about is if you are in a relationship, um, it can be, um, awkward, I believe, to bring it up as something that you want to do. Understand that if you're somebody who wants to make sure that you're protected and they're protected, it's really about your own protection. And um, some individuals I've coached have struggled with because if you are in a relationship and you are getting close and you're feeling trust, there's an issue of trust that kind of comes up. And by asking somebody if they would get tested, sometimes that can be a bit, a bit of a challenge. And there's no simple way of doing this. Um, other than realizing that, you know, there's a level of protection for both of you uh, by having the conversation. Thoughts on that, Dr. Tuckman? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's exactly it, that you're not doing this for me. We are doing this for each other, you know? So, like, I mean, not to sound like kind of a, I don't know, like a jerk about it, but it's sort of like if, you, if you're not grown up enough to have a conversation about testing and STIs, you're not grown up enough to have sex with someone, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, so it's, it's a thing of, I mean, there's certainly ways to sort of propose that that does come across as judgy and one-sided, you know, but the goal is, look, I think if we're going to get rid of condoms or whatever, then I think, you know, for both of our sake, if only peace of mind, I think it's a good idea that we get tested first. Like, you know, they, so that way we can both totally relax and totally enjoy it and not have that worry in the back of our minds. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay, well, let's go to another break real quick. Come back. We've got a few other things that we want to cover in this. Everyone, again, uh, Dr. Tuckman's got a great website. 
Uh, you can check out his books, research, and his own uh, podcast. It's at uh, adultadhdbook.com. Again, that's adultadhdbook.com. Our secret word tonight is STD, and with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. You can't go off to college with them, but we can. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more how an edge coach can help your student reach their full potential. You can also call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE and get a free college success guide. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Dr. Ari Tuckman having a conversation on ADHD and sexually transmitted diseases. Really a, kind of a candid conversation, hopefully uh, uh, bringing out some things for, for people to talk about. Um, we, so far, we've really talked about ADHD self-regulation. We've talked about the STDs that are out there, uh, testing things just to be aware of, also um, awkward conversations and things to think about and be aware of. Um, Dr. Tuckman, one of the issues of ADHD, really self-regulation and emotional self-regulation kind of comes along with that. And I want to kind of talk about that, the idea of if you are getting tested and your partner's getting tested, if somebody comes back positively, because that can be very emotional. Thoughts on that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it absolutely can be. So, you know, I think first of all, it depends on what are you coming back positive for. So if it's something like chlamydia, let's say, you know, a course of antibiotics knocks it out and then we're good. Like, you know, problem solved. If it's something like herpes, you know, once you have herpes, you have it. So, you know, that can be an ongoing kind of frustration if it's, you know, one of those things where from time to time somebody gets an outbreak and then it sort of changes your sexual options, you know, during the time of that outbreak of a few days or a week or so. So that can sort of, I mean, it's inconvenient, but it's not like nobody's dying from it. Um, And, you know, then there's other stuff like HIV, which is obviously potentially much more serious, although it's become much better managed, you know, in in recent years and decades. So, um, but it can evoke, I mean, so there's a reality of it, and I think it's important to, to educate yourself on that, but it can evoke a lot of feelings. And I've certainly had folks in my office who felt great shame about getting an STI, 
And, yep. you know, I, and I think that if you have ADHD and you already are sort of harder on yourself, you know, like you've got, um, that, it, that it's sort of, I don't know, like that if you lived with untreated ADHD, you're going to have a lot more experiences of being told what you should be doing, being criticized, being judged, being shamed, being, you know, like all of that. Yep. Um, so getting an STI can feel like this sort of deserved punishment. You know what I mean? Like, yes, yes. here we go. Yet another consequence of my bad decision-making. And, you know, it can be easy to sort of self-flagellate over it. Um, and it's this like, you know, scarlet letter. It's this sort of visible stigma of your bad decision-making and bad character, right? Now, I wouldn't say that, but, you know, like it's easy, especially in those depressive moments to kind of go there and really sort of like beat yourself up over it. So, you know, and yet the thing of it is STIs are pretty darn common and, you know, most people are not as safe as they should be. Now, that's not an excuse for you to, you know, sort of throw caution in the wind. But I think it's a thing of like, you know, if it's a reality, deal with it figure out what it is that you need to do to take care of yourself, to take care of your current or future partners, um, be realistic, be upfront. And it's just sort of like, it is what it is. And, you know, all of us need to find a way to learn, hopefully good lessons from bad decisions and to go forth and still create a meaningful life for ourselves. Yeah. And I think that the, I believe it was, Rick Green years ago said, I am not ADD, I have ADD, because it's not a, ADD is not a reflection right. of your soul, your character, your heart. And in these situations, I think the same thing kind of why you are not an STD, you actually have it. Um, and it, it really isn't a reflection of your heart or soul or whatever. Uh, the, these things happen, you can get a common cold, there seems to be a stigma around it sometimes, but it's really not a moral issue per se. Um, it does happen out there. They're more prevalent than what most people think. And one of the reasons about bringing this up is just to say, you know, emotionally, just be open to the fact that you need to manage those emotions. And again, it's not you. Um, there's a way to move on in life and just realize that's there. And the same thing happens if your partner um, is, is, it gets tested um, and you find out it's really important to be there for them and realize and help them through that process, which, again, it's not necessarily yeah. easy, but it's not the end of the world. Right. Very- and, you know, and I think that and I think you made a really important point that when it comes to anything having to do with sex, there's much more stigma that can get attached to it. So, you know, if you get a cold, you might I mean, you're going to feel badly about it, but you're not going to feel bad about yourself like. I can't believe what a terrible person I am that I got a cold, you know, like it sucks and you got to deal with it, but, but that's it. Like nobody adds any emotional baggage to getting a cold or chicken pox or whatever, you know, but it, there very much is an emotional stigma that gets added to sexual matters. And, you know, I think a lot of it comes out of the sort of sex negativity that still pervades our, our society. Um, people who live in more conservative areas tend to have more abstinence-only education, which, you know, puts sex in a very negative light. Um, 
those are also places that have more unplanned pregnancies and higher rates of STIs. So there's a double whammy there. Um, people are still having sex. They just don't know how to protect themselves as well. So mm-hmm. if you grew up in an area like that, it's, it just, it, it makes it that much easier to sort of beat yourself up or to be judgy about your partner. Um, if there is an STI that gets dealt with. And the problem then is if you feel guilty or ashamed about having an STI, you're less likely to go and see a doctor to get tested to, and to treat it and to manage it well, just like if you're mm-hmm. ashamed of having ADHD or whatever. You know? So like shame is almost, ne- I'm going to say never, but like almost never helpful in terms of managing and living well and dealing with something. So, um, you know, so don't let this all get kind of wrapped yep. together of feeling like, you know, you've met your just deserves or something, yep. you know, by being punished for your, you know, wanton ways and your stupid youth. Yep. It's interesting. Laura McNiven wrote an article that's uh, being published in attention magazine. And I think one of the lines is, I just, I loved how it says you can't treat uh, ADHD through the lens of blame and shame. Mm. And I think that's really, really important. And you can't manage this through the lens of blame and shame. Uh, and I want to acknowledge this. It's easy for us to say this, but we're having this honest conversation so that we get it out there and say, it doesn't do you any good to do that. Um, but, you know, process it, get the support that you need and actually realize it has nothing to do with your character. Um, but, when I start pulling the show together, because at the end of the day, Ari, the purpose of this show was actually to have a public conversation about the topic, to acknowledge those with ADHD have uh, self-regulation uh, issues, and this can be a topic, and really to delve into this, bring some awareness to it, and hopefully motivate people, if you will, to be, A, protect, have protected sex if you're going to have it, and if you're going to go a bit further is to consider this and maybe get tested and have your partners get tested, have those conversations, get into this stuff in order to protect them, protect yourself, and to have a, a healthy, fulfilling life. You've done a lot of research and a lot of presentations on relationships and the role intimacy plays in those relationships and how it can be such a positive. So the idea is just to use this show as a catalyst to educate and get people to start thinking about it. Um, as we pull this together, any other last thoughts or comments to share? I think just that sex is important in that, especially in long-term relationships, sex is really important. And, you know, it's a part of what keeps couples together. It's a part of what makes them happy together. Um, So what we don't want then is things that are going to intrude on that. And, you know, sometimes that's just not managing your ADHD well, so time gets squeezed out for sex. But, you know, it can also be, you know, that something like an STI then and the feelings that surround it sort of like cast a shadow over your sex life for either you or your partner. And, you know, our, my hope here and why I'm glad that we're doing this show is don't let it. Um, you know, like it's we all make stupid decisions in our youth. Sometimes we also make stupid decisions as adults. Um, in that, you know, I think living a good life at a certain point means letting go of what happened in the past and figuring out how to do the best with what you've got going forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. So with that, I think we got to close everyone. Our secret word tonight is uh, STD. Um, Dr. Tuckman's website, adultadhdbook.com. Go check it out. And with that, Dr. T- Tuckman, welcome. I mean, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Everyone, we hope you've uh, found this informative and useful. Uh, Please spread the word. Uh, 
Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.